We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. Go! Another edition of Knicks Weekly presented by KnicksFanTV.com. Knicks go two and one on the campaign and a tough week, but they got through with their shirt. So we're going to recap the week, plus more trade rumors that Knicks reportedly want OG Ananobi. We're going to talk about that dish on our uh, trade proposals here from you guys, the fans and James Dolan all went out there on a press tour this past week, he didn't come to KnicksFanTV.com, but it's all good. We will react to the Dolan interview. A couple of interesting sound bites out of that. We'll react to it. Get your reactions to it. Number one show for the fans by the fans. Knicks Weekly, episode 46. CP the franchise, Alex Rotaro, Stratocaster in the building. Salute, salute, salute to everybody in the chat. Salute to our channel members. And so to all the Knicks fans worldwide, man, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. And here we go. Let's kick it off. Not talking about football anymore. I'm good. You don't want to talk about the Empire State Building? I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about the NFC Championship game. I'm good. I'm done with football. I watch the Super Bowl. And, and that's it, man. I'll get ready for next year. I'm done with football, man. Okay. I'm done. Right. Anyway. How was, how was your weekend, man? How you feeling, bro? You know, uh, I, I would talk about football with you, but you don't want to talk about football. I, no, football, I'm not so. talking about that. I'm not talking about that. Yeah, but otherwise, you know, it was a solid weekend. You know, yeah. just chilled. Didn't really do much else. Watched yeah. some Knicks basketball, as you know. That's Watched cool. some basketball in general. Caught that Lakers-Celtics game after the Knicks game. Uh, how dramatic. Although I understand I understand how why LeBron's pissed off. But yeah. I'm just saying, that was some... Everybody, that was everybody's getting LeBron. I'd be tight, too. I'm the king of the league. I'm going after Kareem's record. I'm 38 years old and dominating everybody. What do you have? Mm. Another 40-point game? Yeah, probably. And right in front of the baseline referee, I get hacked 
which pretty much was the reason for why I missed the layup, an easy layup. Mm-hmm. I would have been pissed too because I know that my old ass going into overtime, I don't have enough in the tank, and now I got to rely on Patrick Beverly and all these guys to get it done. You you knew once the game was going into overtime, the Lakers had no shot at it. So they got That's robbed. probably why he was ranting and raving about it, too, yeah. because he knew. He's like looking around like, 80s, probably tired. He just got back from an injury. He's like, yo, I got to rely on Pat Bev. Yeah. Bonnie Walker. Man. Oof. Dennis Schroeder. Right. You got to carry these, these guys for, for, for 48 minutes. And now an extra five. I would have been tight, too, man. You know what? Maybe Clutch should be better about building a team. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Maybe, you know what I mean? Maybe you think about how well-rounded they were before when you had Kuzma and Caruso. Yeah. Maybe you don't go help everybody who's under your agency. Who knows? <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe then LeBron would have enough support uh, well, to get across the finish line. Well, well, you, you know what that means with all the blown calls and oh, the the, the NBA was so apologetic. Forget the forget the uh, the last oh, two never minute for the next, report. But, uh, of course, for LeBron James. Yeah. <laughs> forget the last two minute report, which comes out the next day. They came out that night. And said, yeah, we messed up. Uh, we know people are, are going to have sleepless nights over this. It's not our fault. We didn't bet on the games. Tim Donaghy was lying. You know, they said all that stuff. Um, but you know what's going to happen? They're going to make it up to him tomorrow night at MSG and give him a ton of calls, a ton of respect, and they got to take it out on the Knicks. He'll score whatever 100-some-odd points yeah. to pass Kareem's record yeah. tomorrow because that's how many calls he's going to get. He'll break Kareem's record at the Garden, 117 points. He took off tonight against the bum-ass he Nets. Might, he's probably going to de- – they might give him Wilt Chamberlain's record of 100, over 100 points in one game yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, that's what, that's what they're going to do. They're going to take it out on us, man. You're going to see Julius pick up 2,000 a minute. He goes to the bench. LeBron goes off. Ah. AD goes off. That, that's how they're going to make it up make it up to him, man. Oh, man. Well, I hope it doesn't go that way. People are saying he, he might be out for it. I don't, I don't, I don't know. What, what are you hearing on your end? People are saying he might be out. I doubt it. I don't think he's going to be out, man. How, you're going to tell me he's going to miss playing at Madison Garden right. again? I can't, I can't see it. Again? Didn't he miss last year, too? You were at that game last year, right? Uh, I was. He did miss last year. He did. Yeah, two years in a row he's not going to be playing at MSG? That doesn't seem right. Yeah. I, I can't see it. Um, I think AD intends to play. I know his whole family, uh, his wife's from New York, so his whole family has tickets to this game. All right. I know that. So I would have to think he's going to play. But, you know, we'll see. They, they, they missed the Nets game tonight. Everybody seemed like they missed the Nets game tonight. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they didn't want to play against the bum-ass Nets. They want to come to MSG and light it up. They want to be fresh. That's that's my thinking here. So we'll, we'll see by tomorrow. Uh, I'll be at the game tomorrow night. If you guys are in the chat or watching on the replay gang, if you guys are in the building, hit me up. Link up and, uh, and do the damn thing. Anyway, Al, two and one this week. And that's a good sign. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people are doom and gloom on this past week. You saw the Cavaliers on the schedule. You saw Boston, number one seed in the East. And then even the Nets, who we've lost eight in a row to, now nine. A lot of people said it, 0-3. But you don't play the games on paper. You, you play them on the court. And they start out the week getting two of their best wins of the season against the Cavs, against the, the Celtics, 
and they weren't easy games by any stretch. You know, that Cavs game, there were so many ebbs and flows to that game. It was a 12-round fight yep. in, in both wins. You know, they, they faced a lot of adversity. They faced some obstacles. And they, they came out victorious, especially in the Celtics game. You know, especially in the Celtics game with that game going into overtime. But nevertheless, they weathered the storm. And then the Nets one, I mean, look, you have a, a top three-point shooting team in the league against one of the worst three-point defending teams in the league. It was a bad one. And as Julius said, they weren't ready. And it showed. Just just looked like uh, they were just half-step slow, especially on the defensive rotations. And they, and they put up a, a, a stinker. So that was one, nine in a row. Obviously, this week, Julius was once again at the top of his game. Wasn't mm-hmm. as great against the Nets, but again, I think that was a whole team. But against the Celtics, uh, just incredible, dominant, all-star performance. So I thought he had a great week. You know, Brunson chipped in. I thought RJ chipped in as well. He had good play from the bench, at least in the first two games. Mm-hmm. IQ's had a great week. I thought IQ mm-hmm. had a great week on both ends. Uh, Hartenstein is definitely starting to show up. He's, he's trending upwards. McBride had his moments in the Cavs and Celtics team. That's game, not so mm-hmm. much. I think Obi's chipped in here and there. Mm-hmm. It was a good week. What would you, you think about it? I thought it was a good week. You know, you talked about, you're, you're talking about playing against three teams this week that are in the playoffs, top five of the Eastern Conference, or top six, and Nick showed up, man. I mean, it was no easy – they weren't easy games. You know, they had their leads, dwindled in the fourth as usual. They got to be better at closing out in these games. But the fact that they were able to stay, you know, keep the lead or fight back to win, that says a lot about this team, man. There's a lot of grit. You know, they don't have Mitchell Robinson. A lot of guys are stepping up. And it gives me confidence going into this week, especially when you hear Randall you know, saying that they weren't ready for the the Nets game. You know, this is going to be a tough week as well. You got the Lakers, Miami, the Clippers, the Sixers. This is not an easy week either, okay? We got another good team that's uh, in the top 10 when it comes to three-point shooting in the Clippers. Philly's just been dominant, man. They really are finding their stride as a team. Miami, you know, they're six right now. They're They're looking to stay in that position. So that's someone, you know, not only a long rivaled foe, but they are going to be competing. And you know, it's going to be a bloodbath when we see that game. That's yes. just going to be, that's going to be a bloodbath whatsoever. And then look, Lakers, they're a team that's struggling, but they're looking to be back in playoff. You know, just did the game of the week preview with Alex Hollingsworth uh, for uh, Lakers Central, mm-hmm. right? Yesterday, they're 13th in the league right now, but they're looking to, they got 80 back. They got their two guys. And you, you would think that with having them back, they can now compete because those two guys, it's a top heavy team. Yeah. So with those guys healthy, they'll be able to carry the Lakers, and they should probably make some noise, try to get into the play-in at least. So it's it's not an easy week for the New York Knicks, but after last week playing three, once 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 again three top teams in the East, and you come out two and one. And by the way, we're up on the Cavs. We're two and one on the season record right now we're with the Cavaliers. So you know we got one more matchup with them later in the year, I believe. Yep, right March thirty yeah. first. That's the last time we play them. So, you know, if they win that one, they win the series. That says a lot about this team competing with the Cavs who just traded for Donovan Mitchell, right? And I, I'm, I'm confident going into this week. But obviously, as you said, 
paper. You know, it's all played on the court. Let's see if these guys are up to the challenge yet again because it's only getting tougher, CP. It's only getting tougher. Yeah, definitely only getting tougher. Um, you know, look, the Lakers, as you said, are, are they are top heavy. And it's going to be LeBron. It's going to be AD. And now you add Rui into the fold. So now they have a bit of size. Thomas Bryant playing pretty well. So the Knicks front court is certainly going to get tested. And, and we'll see how they fare there. Like I said, I got to think LeBron is going to show up. But we'll, we'll see what happens there. The Heat game, another another critical game. You know, these two teams, both 6th and 7th in the East, respectively. Knicks, this is the first of three against the Miami Heat, a team that always gives the Knicks problems, mm-hmm. a team who, despite a slow start, they're coming back into the fold. Their defense is, is still what it is, their number three defense in the league. I'm curious to see how they handle that ball pressure by Miami. You know, Spolster likes to throw different looks at you, whether it's blitzing the pitch and roll, trapping the pick and roll, they'll throw some zones, some matchup zone out there. So they're certainly going to get tested. You have Bam, who's playing at a high level. I'm interested to see that Bam-Julius matchup, if they're going to be guarding each other or if it's Sims going to be on Bam. Well, we'll have to see how that matchup looks with the Clippers. If, if, you know, Clippers, a.k.a. the Los Angeles load managements, we'll we'll see who shows up there. But if you have a George and you have a Kawhi Leonard, that's, Another tough matchup for, for the Grimes and RJ Ticket. See how they fare. That Clippers team shoots the three ball very well, so that next three-point defense is going to be tested there as well. And it's a deep t- Clipper team overall. So, you yeah. know, battle of the benches will be uh, will, will be certainly one to watch. So um, those are some interesting games on the schedule. And then, and then you got the Sixers. And, you know, a dominant team, <clears throat> a team who at full strength the Knicks don't play well against. Quite frankly, and uh, we're six, not going to have Mitch either. So that's not going to have Mitch. Not going to have Mitch for the Embiid matchup. Now you have an experienced Sims on Embiid. It's a tough matchup. It's a, that's a, that's going to be a very tough matchup. Yeah, one, one o'clock and, game. I believe it's one o'clock yeah. game. Double check. Yeah, that. and I, I'm curious. I'm curious to see that Sims Embiid matchup again because last year Sims didn't. He did okay for for a rookie last year going up against Joel Embiid. So I'm curious to see how he comes out. And he, and he seems like the more playing time he gets, the more comfortable he gets. I mean, he was instrumental with just the rebounding against the Celtics. So curious to see how he matches up against Joel Embiid. But once again, that's a guy who is MVP in MVP consideration. Yeah, it's that's gonna be that's gonna be a battle, big time battle. Sixers blew a 21 point lead tonight against Orlando. Uh, Paolo Boncaro with a double double, 29 and 10. And that was in Ow. Philly. Blew a 21 point, 21 point first half lead in Philly uh, to the Magic. But, you know, it, uh, these things happen, man. So uh, that was the week. And uh, again, you go two on one. Got to be happy about it. Knicks 27 and 24 right now, sitting in seventh in the East. And with that Heat team coming in, Knicks are one game back of the Heat for sixth. And now. Three and a half games in back of the Cavs for fifth. So, yeah, go ahead. Christopher Jack in the chat made a good point. We got Sims has to deal with Anthony Davis, Bam Adebayo, and Joel B this week. Yeah, this this that, that this, is work. This this is hell week for Sims, man. Hell and Zubak, Zubak is no easy. And Zubac. No easy cover. Yeah, not at all. It's no easy cover, man. Don't 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 sleep on Zubak. <laughs> not at all. You you got to get on the boards on Zubak, man. You can't sleep. So that's gonna be a test. 
that is certainly going to be a test. And then, you know, who Grimes, Grimes is going to have his work cut out for him. Oh, man. Right? Who Grimes, he's going to have to draw Paul George. He's going to have to guard Harden. Uh, Jimmy Butler. <laughs> and then who, who's guarding LeBron tomorrow night? Oh, it's got to be Randall. It's got to be Randall. Please don't. Please do not let it be Grimes tomorrow. So, so right. So then, so then it's Sims. Sim, you got Sims on Anthony Davis. Yeah, he's your five. Anthony Davis is the five. I was talking about that yesterday with uh, Alex. That I think you got to go that way. There's no way you're putting because it's either Sims on LeBron or Sims on AD. I'm gonna go AD. It's got to be Sims on AD. Yeah, you can't get. There's no. There's no other way. This. Yeah. this this week is going to be a week. Yeah, hell week. Strap man. in. Hell Strap week. up. <laughs> and last week, Grimes. You know, I thought Grimes had a he, he had an up and down week. I thought offensively it wasn't the best for him. You know, like I said, I've said on the post game show, he had a lot of opportunities that open looks, open threes that you want to see him knocking down, especially in late game situations. But defensively, he's once again had the hardest assignments. Donovan Mitchell. Then he had to guard Jason Tatum. Yeah. And then he had to guard Kyrie Irving. So that's a week. That's a week. That, <laughs> that's, that's another week coming up, too. You got two weeks. Yeah, oh, man. That's, that's a week. So, yeah, he ain't guard LeBron. So that's either going to be RJ or Julius. The RJ Julius ticket are going to have to take take uh, take turns on that. And then we'll, we'll see where they go with AD, man. So tough matchups across the board for the Knicks this week. And you got to think that Grimes had to, like, you saw. Like between the up and down play from Grimes this past week, and I would expect the same going into this week. You gotta, you gotta think that a little bit of nerves plays into this too, because you're being asked to guard the best opposing player in his position, right? He, like we've even seen him guard Pascal Siakam. Yeah. So Tibbs is giving him uh, a major challenge, and he's only, I think he's, I think he finally surpassed like a full season's worth of games. I think he's around like. 85, 86 total games that he's played in his career. And so you're asking of that of a second-year player who missed time last year to injury, who's now been, you know, because of his defensive intensity and his ability to learn quickly, he's been promoted to the starting rotation. Now you're starting to – now you're really starting to get into the gauntlet. So I I wouldn't – I'm not expecting perfection, but I'm expecting him to learn after all these matchups, and hopefully he gets a little bit more comfortable. I think that's why you also see him rushing his his shots, especially against the Nets where he's like – you're guarding Kyrie. You're talking about one of the most prolific players right now in the NBA. When he when Kyrie's on to guard someone who has those type of handles, that's that's a challenge. Yeah. So he taking all those understand. shots because you got to get back on defense. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. He thinking about getting back on defense and yeah. try to try to stop that that Kyrie arsenal, man, because his bag is just unlimited. I get, yep. I feel you. So. Hopefully he gets a little bit more comfortable this week. It's going to be another, it's going to be like, it's for everybody. It's going to be another tough sledding week, but let's see. Let's see him, man. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not as, I'm not as nervous as last week. I'm a little more confident, but let's see how it all plays out. Yeah. No question about it. You also have <clears throat> the all-star reserves will be announced on Thursday. So we'll see if Jalen and Julius make it, but on the next episode of next weekly episode 47, we'll have our own version of the all-star reserves. So uh, we'll, we'll critique that and and uh, and come up with our own. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. I see Jay Boogie has entered the chat. Shout out to Jay Boogie. Shout out to all of our channel members and all of our mods. If you guys want to call up on tonight's show, man, call us up 657-383-1509 or 
you can hit us up on the Knicks Fan TV Discord. Okay? Now, in other news, Al, man, this OG thing is once again a hot topic. OG Ananobi, man, um, one of the targets of this NBA trade deadline, a lackluster trade deadline. You know, you're not really hearing too many big, big names being mentioned here, but a target for the Knicks, nevertheless, is OG Ananobi and Shams of The Athletic. In his uh, report today, says the Knicks and Suns are interested suitors and Raptors, OG Ananobi. New York has shown a willingness to offer multiple first-round picks for OG Ananobi, according to those sources. Says the Suns, meanwhile, have control of all their first-round picks, eight in total through 2030. SNY, our guy Ian Begley, first reported the Knicks' interest. Mm-hmm. So let's put some respect on his name. Now, why would the Raptors even be entertaining this? So Shams had a little bit more color on the Raptors situation. So I want to play this this clip and then uh, and then let, let's, let's react to it as a family here. Here's Shams on what's going on in Toronto and why they might be sellers at the deadline. Okay, well, let's talk about the Raptors here. We're just two weeks away from the trade deadline, Sean. So where do they stand with that? Well, trade-wise, OG Ananubi, Fred VanVleet, Pascal Siakam, Gary Trent, those are all guys that teams are looking at. And, and they, you know, rival teams have been informed that the Raptors are going to make a decision closer to the trade deadline or whether they're going to be a buyer, a seller, um, or they might just stand pat. But one thing to keep an eye on is there's been frustration across this team, this roster, the staff at different points. And some of that, from what I'm told, has been directed at Nick Nurse. And it, what's fascinating is Nick Nurse is going to be entering the final year of his contract this offseason. So he signed for $8 million per year in 2020. Um, so his future, I expect, will come into focus this year. This is a guy that won the championship in 2019, coach of the year in 2020. Uh, he's regarded as one of the best coaches in the league, but there is a lot of uncertainty around his future just because of how this season has gone. Uh, 12th place in the Eastern Conference with all this talent on this team. Uh, this is, that's not how they expected the season to go in Toronto. And that was courtesy of Bally Sports. That's Shams on Bally Sports commenting on the Raptors situation. So will they be buyers? Will they be sellers? As he says, that'll be determined closer to the deadline now. OG is out on this uh, current Raptors West Coast trip with a wrist injury, heard it in, in Golden State. But um, yeah, that that's just where it is, man. So where are you on the OG talks? You're, we're hearing that the Knicks have already offered multiple firsts. Mm-hmm. Where where are you on it? I'm indifferent about trading for OG Ananobi. To be honest with you, I, I for me, I look at the trade as will he fit in this roster? What are the changes you're going to make? You know, you talked about it uh, on the Bleacher Report when you did the Q and A, and you talked about bumping up RJ to the two, putting OG at the three, so that way you put Grimes back on the you put Grimes on the bench with IQ, which would be a good scoring punch. For sure, if you if you go that way. But what I look at, are you having enough guys who are going to be cutting off ball, good like just overall good off ball movement and a connector out there because that's what you get from Grimes. So I wonder if you're going to get that from OG. But the good thing, the good thing that he gives you is defensive versatility. You know that your defense will take a step up. Okay. I actually don't mind RJ playing the two if you have a healthy Mitchell Robinson back there because Mitch is a safety valve. If you're saying you're gonna have a quicker player uh, who RJ has to defend and he gets past him, 
Well, he's not going to be attacking the lane that well, or trying to get to the rack, I should say, because, you know, you got Mitch back there to, to protect the rim. So I think that would be fine overall. I just wonder how they all will fit because part of the whole thing with OG is that I think he wants to be higher up on the chart of like the shot diet, right? Yeah. Like that's how I think of it as because you got Pascal, you got Trent, you got Fred Van Vliet, you know, you got Scotty Barnes out there. So it's a lot of mouths to feed uh, in that Raptors offense. Will he feel the same way if he comes to the Knicks? That's the question I have. Now, the good thing is that he has three years in, on his contract. So if he gets traded here, whatever, you got to do with what your contract says. And for the Raptors, like, they're floundering. They're not even in the play-in right now. Yeah. <laughs> so, the, the, the but the thing it always comes down to is, like, the cost, right? So, like, what are these three first-rounders? Is it one of the Knicks unprotected and two others, like, you know, Washington, Dallas, one of those picks? I could live with that. Um, as long as we're not giving up a young player too, because I think that's starting to make it steep, right? Because if we're starting to get towards Donovan Mitchell territory, I'm out because he's not Donovan Mitchell. But see, I, I, I think, uh, I think you would have to because especially if you're dealing with us or you're dealing with another team, because what's the value of those first round picks, especially with the Knicks who eat, who are looking to improve every year, right? Like, like what, it, like what is the value of those first round picks that you're trading for? Like if I'm an Ujiri, right? And the, the Knicks own pick right now is at 21. Mm-hmm. Like, am I going to settle for the 21st pick in the draft and a protected pick for my prize three and D wing? a coveted position in the NBA. He's 25 years old, shoots a three ball. Well, if I'm Ujiri, I don't see why he would take that. You know, for me, I think, yeah. And we would have to obviously look at the salaries, but I think you would have to be something like a, like an Obi and unprotected and maybe like a pick swap or a protected. I think it would yeah, have to be I mean, something I, like then that. Who else are, I guess who else are you getting back? Cause I would expect See, the contracts that match equally are Evan Fournier, right? Those two contracts, yeah. that's o- OG, Fournier, those contracts equally match. Um, so you could go, you could say, let me just load up on all the picks and just say, hey, take all these picks. Here's Evan Fournier. Let's call it a day. You can try to go that route. Or you say, as you're saying, put Obi in there. Then who are you getting back? You're getting back uh, Otto Porter. Is that who you want to return? Another, like a stretch big you don't mind? Like playing, who you don't mind, or will give you something, I guess, in ten minutes, right? Because you're going to be having Randall out there anyway. I mean, I see how that works. I wouldn't be upset. like I said, like trading for OG. Like I could, he'd be great on this team just because you add some defense, you add versatility. Um, at the same time, if you're the Knicks, I can also say, I would, I would be okay with keeping on to these assets, but I'd want to see them move up in the draft if you keep on to these assets or make some other move. Yeah. Like that's what I'm looking for. So if you're going to make this move, that's fine. But if you're not making this move, I, I got to see something in the draft yeah. because we can't go another year, especially in a stack draft. I got to see you fight to get your guy this time. Yeah. Well, if, if you're talking three unprotected first round picks, I'm at it. There's no chance I'm ever doing that. Um, because like I, like I said in, in, in previous shows, um, his offensive ceiling is still undetermined. Right. And and you're right. There are there's several reports. It's not just what Shams was saying, but Chris Haynes 
has also reported that there's some issues within that locker room. Maybe it's with the coach. There's other reports are saying that OG's not happy with his role. He wants an expanded role. But you're watching him with this team, and, you know, from a shot creation standpoint, it hasn't been that impressive. But nevertheless, we need a wing, man. <laughs> we, we, we need a wing. We've been saying it since the beginning of time. We need a wing, a 3 and D wing at that. We need a wing. So whether, whether we get one in the draft, you know, if we don't get one at the trade line, we definitely have to get one at the draft. We need a wing, bro. And, you know, for, for his skill sets, I think he can help this team. I agree with you offensively. How does it fit? Is Tibbs the right coach to make it fit? Probably not. <laughs> I mean, look, you got Nick Thibodeau up in the north. All yeah, right? and they're ready to get him up out of there. This is a and guy he won a, a ring. chip. He got a ring. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I've never seen a situation like that where a guy wins you a ring, and every year it's just like, okay, when are they getting this guy up out of here? It's very interesting. That's crazy. Yeah. That is crazy. You got to be thinking, it's like, are they saying, like, hmm, that ring's got to be a little fugazi because, you know, right. you had Kawhi Leonard, you know, on that team. And, like, you know, you had all the Warriors go down. Like, you didn't have KD. You didn't have Clay. Up yeah. Up, like, I wonder if they're taking all of that into consideration when making that decision on Nick Nurse because, at the end of the day, he has a ring. Right. Uh, wasn't that his first? Was that his first or second year with that team, too? I think it was his first year with that team, uh, it too, right? It was his first. It was, it was his first when they when they got rid of the coach of the year in in, in – uh, Dwayne Casey. Dwayne Casey, right. Yeah. Yeah, man. Masai don't play around. You know, Masai does not play around, man. There ain't no sentiment, no sentimental value, no nothing. Like, once you're ready to move, we're gone. Um, so yeah, so you know, we we do need a wing. I, I think it's it's smart of the Knicks to make a play there, but it's always just just has to be at the right price. Three picks, and, and this is what Woj is saying on, on the situation. Suits so everybody in the chat. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Where's my uh, where's my Woj thing here on OG? Give me give me one second here. This is uh, next weekly episode forty six, talking about uh, OG Ananobi. What are you guys thinking here? Uh, where's the Woj video? Okay, here here's what Woj was saying in terms of um, OG. Here, here's Woj, courtesy of ESPN here. OG Ananobi is a player around the league. There is great interest in him. You know, really probably the most important position uh, in the league at that wing forward, you know, six, seven player, two-way player. I think there's a belief that Toronto could get as many as three first-round picks in a deal for Ananobi if they decided to move him. They've certainly talked with teams to see what the market is on him. And I think So what you saying? Three. There's a belief. That there's three. Now, I'm wondering, since Woj is like is like Leon Rose's guy, and we already know the Knicks have offered multiple picks, is he getting that from Leon Rose? Like, well, we offered two. I'm glad that you said that. We offered two. I'm glad two, that you said that. But they want three. How, how much of this is actually <laughs> Majiri just like saying, you know what, let's – Let's put it out there that we want three because it's, it's kind of been out there since you t- like you talked about when Ian Begley said the Knicks inquired about OG earlier this season, right? Yeah. So he and this was even prior to the NBA season starting that OG's been it, it's been known so that he's been on the market. 
is I'm start some part of it has to be Toronto, man, because if someone really wanted OG that badly and you hear like the value, it's like it's a Donovan Mitchell esque, like we heard from Zach Lowe not too long ago. Someone would have made that move. You yeah, know, we talk right. about three and D wing defenders, guys able to guard multiple positions. If that's the case, I would have expected someone to make a move right now because you can use that anywhere. Any team can use more wings. Right. So I'm wondering how much is Najiri just like adding a little bit more spices? Like, yo, whoa, let, let, let people know that. Because we, we know that, man. We, we know yeah. that agents, we know that agents and teams are trying to, you know, negotiate through the market. This isn't the first time. So there's got to be, it's got to be somewhere in the middle. He's trying to raise the price. Yeah. Let's see what it is. Let's, let's see what it is, man. Salute to Alex Krampus, who just joined our uh, KFTV, the franchise challenge membership. So Alex Krampus, salute to you. Salute. I would just say this, because we did take a poll on Twitter. And let's see the results of that poll. Salute to everybody in the chat. Once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. On Twitter, the people have spoken. And it's pretty much down the middle, Al. It is pretty much mm. down the middle. 50% say yes. We had 2,500 votes on Twitter. It's pretty much down the middle. 50.8 say yes. 49.2 say no. And the question was, would you trade OG if the Raptors wanted multiple first-round picks? Now, obviously, we, you know, it wasn't clear the, the exact parameters. But 50-50, man. Interesting. 50-50. That is. Yeah. I think, and I kind of think it just, like, I like OG, but at the same time, is he that, I think if you get OG and Anobi, like, he makes you more of a lock to be, like, the six, in my in my opinion, just because yeah. defensively he'll fit in, but he's not pushing you over the edge to be this top-end competitor, but he's definitely a good building block. Yeah. Like I said, if it's if it's one unprotected and a protected, or like one unprotected, maybe a swap, and like an OB, I'd do it. My question is this. If you get OG and an OB, does that make RJ's future on this team in question? Well, that 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 was already answered for you in the Donovan Mitchell sweepstakes. <laughs> <laughs> that was the, Leon already told you. If, I, if the price is right for me, RJ's a goner. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? But but that's how they got to look at it, bro. And and But that's another reason why, you know, I want to – a lot of fans – and Ari's, Ari's – he was on his Caps rampage. I, I couldn't even read half his tweets today because he was just <laughs> – every tweet, he was just screaming. You know, you, you could just tell his tone. I couldn't even read half of them. He was just screaming on everything. But the thing is, this team has already told you in, in more ways than one that forget going backwards. We're going forward. Leon is brought here to build, make progress. Win a championship, Dolan wants progress. Everybody wants progress. But I think after losing out on the Mitchell trade or not, or, or for some fans, maybe winning by not parting with the package that Utah wanted, fans are now looking at when is the next home run going to come? And fans also have, some fans have the opinion where don't trade any picks until it's the home run. 
Well, when is that going to be? You're not getting Booker anytime soon. You're not getting Embiid anytime soon. Those guys are winning. You're not getting Luka Doncic anytime soon. So what do you do with the picks in the meantime? It's either you use them to draft. You say you want to try to move up in the draft. That's not an exact science. But my point is, you may need to make a move like this to get you a little bit better to take the next step, right? To, mm-hmm. to improve your team, to improve your team's defense. You're not winning no championship without a top 10 defense. There's some outliers, but you got to be locked in. And right now, that, that Knicks defense, I don't trust it to be consistent, regular, whether it's regular season or in the playoffs. You got to tighten up there. So my point is, if it doesn't cost you that much to make an incremental move, you got to build somewhere. And then maybe down the line, when that guy comes, now you have more talent that you can shuffle the decks with. Maybe it's an RJ that you part with after that to go get you a Devin Booker. You know, an RJ and more picks to go get you a Booker. Or or maybe it's an Ananobi and, and this to go get you something else. Right? Like, the, the 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 position that they are right now, yes, it is mid, but if they're not planning to go backwards, they're gonna have to make moves to go forward. You got eleven picks in the next seven years. You have eleven first round picks next seven years. You're gonna have to do something. Maybe it's incremental gains. It may not be the home run. Maybe you gotta hit singles and doubles until you get to that point. But you're gonna have to do something. Every draft pick is not gonna be picked. To jump on this roster. Every young guy on this on this team is not going to be signed into a second contract. So you're going to have to do something. I get all that. I get all that. My thing is like, do we need to do it now during the regular season? When maybe not, no, not necessarily. Or or do you got or can you wait until the off season and make that determination? Because the one thing that I've consistently harped on about this front office is what are we doing for a talent evaluation? I feel like sometimes we cut it way too short or don't get a, give enough time to see what these players can do, right? Whether it's Emmanuel Quickly, whether it's Cam Reddish, Quentin Grimes, Obi Toppin, whoever. I feel like there's just been something left when it comes to player evaluation. Mm-hmm. And so if you're going to be trading all these assets, like sometimes it's when you trade all these assets, you might be cutting your nose to spite your face without even realizing that, hey, we actually had something here and this is not the direction we need to go yet. So. Right. Like I understand trading for OG and Anobi. I understand that it's 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 crazy that <laughs> what was it what was it years ago where uh, the Knicks didn't trade for Lowry because he Dolan didn't want to get swindled by uh, Masai again, yeah. and, and now here here we are, here yeah. we are yet again yeah, at the crossroads to to be in a position like yeah. this. So no, he, like he, I I get it. it. I would just like. I'd be a little bit, I'd, I'm just a little bit more on the conservative side where it's like when you have these much assets, look, I, I get and I get the I get the 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 heat for saying we haven't, you know, we could have made a move for Donovan Mitchell and we didn't. Mm-hmm. And now you're you're posed with another opportunity again. But what about this offseason? And I look for the offseason because I feel like you could like everyone, you could feel, you could still gain some more knowledge about these players, right? And if they're winning, yeah. and this is the thing where it's like if they're winning it, this team's winning then the value of these players also go up because if they're part of that winning structure, that means they're doing something right. Yeah. And then when you're trying to negotiate with a team, unlike last season, right? It's like, well, why would anyone take Randall, right? 
But now you got to look at this team and be like, oh, if you wanted to trade Randall, if you wanted to trade Emmanuel quickly, if you want to trade any of these guys, it's like, well, they're part of a winning situation. These guys will help you help your team win. So now that price goes up even further. So that's the other thing too. Like, but you could try to make deals at the end of the season too, going to the next season. Yeah, that's fair. And and you know, I would I would be leery to trade any of these twenty twenty three picks because you just never know. You never know where the Knicks will end up. Right, right, right. Now that pick is at twenty one. You know, how far back could they go? Could they get back to fifteen? It's not that far. Hawks are at twenty five and twenty five. They're in fifteen, so you're not that far. Dallas. Dallas is at 18. That Dallas pick is at 18. What if they have a catastrophic injury to, you know, knock on wood, you're not hoping the guy gets injured. What if Luka Doncic gets injured? Yeah. And and that Dallas pitcher, which is a top 10 protected, jumps into the lottery. So, you know, I'm, I'm not so sure if I would put any of the 2023s in a deal. And also, you don't want to go too far into the future because... You want those to maybe go get somebody else. It's a a tough call, but bottom line, my overall stance is, no, you're not looking to to get desperate to make a Mitchell move for a guy like OG Ananobi, but he's a guy that can help. And if you can get him at a fair price when you're sitting on a bevy of assets, you go get him. So what's your fair price then? What would you believe to be the fair price to go trade for OG Ananobi? Well, like I said, I'd give him an unprotected first. Mm -hmm. A protected first. Mm -hmm. I give him Obi. Okay. You know, whatever else it takes to make the price match. If you got to get Cam in there, you got to get Fournier in there, whatever. But that's it. You got Obi Obi who's stuck here playing 10 minutes a night. As long as Randall's here, you're never going to get anything out of him. I hear you. I hear you. And that's not not that type of trade. Like, if you did, like, a Fournier, like I said, Fournier, Obi... You get an auto porter who could stretch the four four yeah. for you, come out the bench. I'm not trying to trade OG. quick, man. I'm all I'm off the quickie train. Well, that's that's I'm the thing, right? Because, right because that's well, that's the thing though, because other teams are gonna say, Well, we want Emmanuel quickly. Look, well, remember yeah. the Cam deal last year, right? They were like, Can we get Grimes? Obviously it's Cam Reddish, you know, and and uh, he was a distressed asset yeah. for the Atlanta Hawks. So it's a different situation than OJ and Obi, who the Raptors would be happy to keep, but they're also like if you give us, if you overpay, we'll gladly take the overpay too. So that's where I'm yeah. thinking that. Yeah, the OB top in, having Fournier, you get OG, Otto Porter, you give up some picks. That's all cool. But is Messiah going to come out and say, we want quick? Of course, as yeah, he should. That's <laughs> yeah, as, no, he should. as he should. You might lose, and, fan, but that's you the thing, might like, use, lose strength. You know what I mean? Yeah. They may lose Fred Van Vliet, and they're looking for a guard. That's the other thing. Yeah. They may trade Fred Van Vliet, so they may need another point guard. And if they value quickly like that, they may be asking for quick instead. Sure. That, that's that's all I'm saying, man. That's all I'm saying. Oh, no, man. Quick's, quick's, quick's balling right now, man. That's I tough. know. I don't want to lose quick. That's tough. He, quick, he's quick's very key, man, to what the Knicks are doing. Yeah. No question about it, man. No question about it. Um, let me hear from we'll go to we'll go to Ari last. Let me hear from all right, E crossover, hang on on the Discord. Hang on, E crossover. And for those members, and we'll, we'll make a we'll make a formal announcement and, and put the formal instructions out there 
um, this week on the show. But for those mem- for the channel members, make sure that you jump into the Discord and connect your YouTube to the Discord. We're going to have the formal instructions out there uh, because if you do that, we'll, we'll know who the channel members are in the Discord so that when you call in, you will have priority uh, for callers. Channel members will be first, but you got to connect your YouTube to the Discord. We will provide instructions on how to do that in Discord, just connecting your YouTube account. It's very easy, uh, but, but we'll have that out there uh, this week. Let's go to area code 917. 917, what's your name? Where are you calling it from? Yo, it's JJ from Brooklyn. What's going on? What's good, bro? How you guys doing? Hey, JJ. What up, man? Yep. What's good? Chilling, chilling. Man, I don't get what the Knicks are trying to do. Are we just trying to be mid, like, for the next five, six years? I mean, OG, Trent, he's taking us to the next level. We're just going to be stuck being seventh, eighth, ninth seed for the next four or five years? You might. Save all these picks. You might. What are you 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 going to do with the the pick? Everybody says trade up, trade up. It's not easy. Yeah. There's other teams in those slots no, that would want to pick the guy that you want. It's not easy to trade up. Yeah, I feel it. But the, the one pick also mentioned CP was the Wizards pick. They won like six, seven in a row. We could get that pick if it's out of the top 14. And right now it's right around that area. So say we end up with three picks in the teams. You could trade yeah. out. You could trade for a star with those picks using an RJ or whoever you want to use. I would much rather just save these picks to trade up in the draft or to use it for a star. I'm not using it for an OG Ananobi. I'm just not doing that. He's not taking us anywhere. I'm sorry. He's not. He's, he's probably take from the eight seed to a seventh or sixth seed. Like, what are we trying to do? Just be the eight seed forever? It's, well, I'm, I'm, them, I'm just not with that, man. Well, listen, that's all I listen, really got, man. man. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, bro. Listen, where they are, where they are at right now, there's a ton of teams in the NBA right here. All right? You got to make moves. You got to make moves to try to improve the team and get lucky. I tell you, luck is a big part of this thing. But if they're not going to peel it back, then you got to try to make incremental upgrades until you could hit the home run and get the guy that you want. And maybe when you go for the home run, it may include players that are already on this roster or players that who, who you've accumulated over that time. You, you get what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. No, and that, I mean, that's how, you know, we talked about the Jalen Brunson move. You know, like you go get somebody like him. He helps you improve this team. Now you see how he's even, in my opinion, even better than what he did on the Mavericks, right? Yeah. So you now look at him as, oh, you put him into like a Fred Van Vliet type of category where winning player, you know, been to the Western Conference, helping this Knicks team, leading this Knicks team. You know, and if you have all these other players on this team that's helping you win and you're able to move Brunson and you get someone even better in return. No, I get all that. I get all that. It's the thing is like, is this the best move right now? What's the thing that we don't have privy to is what's the next move that they're thinking of? Who's the next player that's going to become available? <laughs> we, we, we don't know. I just gave you the guys. All the CAA guys are, 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 are winning right now. You know what I mean? And Bede's good. He's chilling. Booker, who knows? Well, you know, watch I, out. Sun, that, Suns may, Suns may yeah, do something different. Man. Yeah, they, uh, they, they may get to that point. They may get to that point, right, when the CP3 era is over. But you have new ownership New owner. There. You have a new yeah. owner there. Hey, you know, we're going to talk about the Dolan uh, interview in a second. But he said something very key, which we see throughout the league. Even the Timberwolves did it. A lot of new owners, when they come in, try to make their mark on that team. 
and sometimes detrimental. Yeah. So just be patient, man. True story. True story. Uh, e crossover on the Discord, man. Long time, man. Go ahead and I'll mute your mic. Oh, I got him muted. My bad. E crossover. Go ahead. Hey, what's going on, guys? Long, long time. Long yeah, time, long man. time, man. How, how you been, bro? Yeah, I've been all right, man. Just been moving around. I'm moving to a new apartment soon, and everything. So I'm getting that going. Okay. So God, he's going with myself. Yeah. Um. So, so um. Just, just to talk about this Ananobi thing, man. So, I was talking. I was talking to myself about this. I'm back and forth about it. It depends on the price, of course. I only give up most two first rounders and a player. I might give him quickly. He'll have more value for them because they're trying to probably get rid of Van Vliet. Mm. That'd be more value to them. But maybe that, that, that depends. If it's a protected and an unprotected pick, I'll give you that if we can negotiate that. The only reason why I would do the trade, because my first impression is I don't want to do the trade at all because I don't think he's worth that. Yeah. It's, it's the offense that we run. We're heavy in isolation. Yes. I don't think him and RJ can coexist because we're already struggling to see if RJ and Randall can coexist. Yeah. OG and Anobi can play within the offense if RJ's not there because he's a better spot-up shooter. I think, I think that's what he's doing. He's remained consistent, shooting over, over um, at least for the past uh, three, four seasons. He's um, shooting over 35 to 36% from the field, which is very, very good yeah. for a guy that's spotting up, and, and he's a 3 and D guy. I think if you're going to get Anobi, then you might have to think about RJ's future. That, that's the main thing. Mm. And then... If you get all four of them, because I think with Brunson, Randall, and, and Anobi, and RJ can work if you develop RJ to be a, a better player as, as a shooter and to find his role. But yeah. Tom Thibodeau needs to create a free-flowing offense. Yeah. If there's, no, if there's no passing involved into this where everybody's touching the ball, that's why I think Grimes struggles too. He doesn't get as many touches. If they're not getting as much touches with those four guys, that are averaging more than 15 points a game, you're going to have people frustrated, not knowing their role, and then you're going to have just a, a just, 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 just a cluster. You know, there's just going to be a cluster bomb just going off because everybody's not going to get their shots up. People are going to be consistent, okay. and that's what they need to do. So if they, if they don't figure that out with the coaching, then don't get in and over. Then just, okay. like, figure it out then and see what you're going to do in the offseason. But that's it, man. I'm out. Y'all right. going, man. Appreciate the call, man. E-Crossover. Rate that call in the chat, man. What you think about E-Crossover's... Uh... Points there. Rate that call in the chat, man. One being trash, five being facts. Is it tomatoes? Is it fire emojis? What do you guys think, man? Let us know. Uh, back to the phones. Three, four, seven. What's your name? Where are you calling in from? We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Uh, what's up, guys? What's up, guys? It's Donald calling from the BX. Donald from the BX. Stand up. How you feeling? What's going on? I'm good. I'm good. How you mm-hmm. fellas doing today? Yeah, doing all right, man. You know? All right, all right. Um, well, let me tell you guys, I'm super excited um, about trading for OG, and here's why. Okay. So I, I, I hear a lot of people, a lot of people talking about offense, this offense, that. Um, I think that everyone needs to understand that OJ Nunobi is top six defender in the league. He is top tier defense. He is the best wing defensive player in the league. Like it, it's it's like in the voting. Like he's top six. He's behind Nick. Cla- he's behind right now. Um, Jared Jackson. Then you got Nick Claxton. Um, you got Bam Adebayo, Jared Allen, then you got OJ Anunobi, league's best perimeter defender with 2.2 steals per game and 158 deflections. Okay. So I think that he's a piece that, and he's not a free agent until, I mean, he signed through 2025. I think 2025 he becomes a free agent. So I feel like the next couple of years, he could help us build. He could be that defensive anchor mm-hmm. on the perimeter that we currently do not have with Jalen Brunson. So I think, we, listen, we got to look at the picks we have, but we need to make this trade happen, and we need to make it happen ASAP because we mm. need that dude over here, man. And Don- it's going to pay off. Trust me. Donald from the BX is ASAP. Get it in. What do you guys think about that, man? He says, let's mm. go. Look, man, I'm just coming from the standpoint of we know the team stands. We know where the stance. We know the stance. They want to compete. They want to make the playoffs. They want progress. So all the tank and peel it back, they're not going that route. So my thing is, on the track that they are on, this is not a three first-round pick kind of guy, but he's a guy that can help the team. They need a wing badly. They need a wing badly, man. They need a wing badly. I, I get with, the concerns. I get the concerns. Yeah, I'm with the set. I'm with the the previous car. Yeah. Was it e, was it E crossover or who was e, uh, uh, e crossover was a previous caller. Yeah, I'm with the E crossover in that it all comes down to how do you fit it within the offense, man. Like, yeah, that's like defense, absolutely. But the thing is that you need to be able to put the ball through the hoop. <laughs> yeah, offense. Like we just saw what happened with. Yes, they have Kyrie Irving. But we had look at what the Nets did to us. Look at that ball movement. 
Look how free-flowing that offense was. Yeah. And I think that's a very serious point. Like, the Knicks are a good scoring team right now, but you add another guy to the mix that's just a clunky offense. I don't know, man. Guy, it's, tr- it's true that people feed off of energy, man. Like, feeding yeah. off, like, when you touch the rock, when, you, when they see the ball go through the hoop, it gets guys motivated, gets them locked in. And sometimes when that's not happening for our guys, you see guys start to, it's not necessarily lose interest, but things start to start to fall apart at the seams. Fair point. Fair point. Um, who do we want to hear from tonight? I had Rich Sanity in there. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, Rich Sanity, Rich Sanity. Go, go ahead. Rich Sanity on the Discord. Yep. Go. Hello. Hey. You breaking up? I'm not breaking up. You break it up. <laughs> yeah, all right. we got to get him up at it. Tell me, well, I'm breaking up, brother. <laughs> we on fiber optics over here, my man. Check your connection, pal. All right, uh, Ari, let's go. I'll mute you, Mike. What's up, CP? What up, Alex? How you guys doing? Good. How you doing? What up? What up? I'm not doing well, bro. That was the worst call I've ever heard in my entire damn life. Wait, wait, what which one? Which that? one? Donald from BX or or, uh, or E crossover? No, Donald from BX. That was okay. awful. That was absolutely awful. The guy wants to get fleeced, dude. Listen, <laughs> listen. All right. What is this? That they want three unprotected picks for 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 OG and newbie? No, 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 no. That, no, 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 no. That is what Woj says. The belief. Right. That, I mean, that's, that's a right. lot of fluff there. The belief. Okay, but I'm saying you said it yourself. You traded two picks. Right, because of the trajectory yeah. they're on, I know you don't want to go this route, CP. I know you're with me. Yeah, I, I know you're with me. But yeah. I know. But assuming that they're going on this route, which is a completely wrong route to go on, which I will fight tooth and nail for the rest of my life. Okay. Okay. Assuming that they go on this route, okay, it's still not worth it, dude. This is a team that it's a team full of role players, and we're trying to trade draft picks for a role player. Like this, what? Like we need a superstar, and we need a new coach. So okay. unless unless OG Anobi knows how to coach, that I mean, then then I don't I don't see what we're doing here. It's crazy, dude. You saw how expensive Donovan Mitchell costs. Yep. Right. We need every draft pick we get, bro. Every single one. I don't care if it's a fake one, a fake first pick, or a really protected no. thing. We need to be adding assets. Why is Masai Ujiri right now, who people consider a top five GM in the league? Why is he okay oh, with trading it's, it's the best a little dicey. in the league right it's a, now? It's a little dicey on your on your uh, connection, man. It's a little dicey on your connection. Hold on, hold on. All right. I'm, I'm in my bag right now. Give me a second. <laughs> you, you hear me? <laughs> no, yeah. You hear yeah, me, you hear yeah, me yeah, now yeah, or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You good, you good. Yeah, yeah. So why is, o, why is Masai Ujiri yeah. considering trading the best wing defender in the league who's 24 years old, only has two years left on his contract? Yeah. Why is it okay for him? Why is he doing that? Yeah. Like, uh, because he's picking the right direction. He's going to try. He's going to get in the lottery. He's going to get another top pick or a lottery pick or whatever. And he's going to build organically through the rebuild. If OG and Nubi, if, if Woj is saying three first round picks and OG's going for two, what could Julius Randle go for with the way he's playing? <laughs> he we could probably get three Julius. first round picks for this guy, especially if, if Phoenix. If, I, listen, I know they're not going to do it, but Phoenix is calling up. Uh, Julie, Julius, I ain't gonna like that, man. They sensitive this year, man. If Robert Randolph is listening, he's gonna air you out on Twitter. Go ahead. Oh, 
okay. He should be yeah, he should be lucky to air me out. I air, I have a bigger following on Twitter than that guy, bro. Right? Forget about Robert Randall. Oh, let's, <laughs> let's, let's, let's stick to this. We need, like, listen, we need to trade. We need to get draft picks. Yeah. We need to get draft picks. So, like, if you want to, listen, if the Knicks are committed to Randall, it's a disaster. Disaster. Mm. Right? Fine. Then trade Obi for second rounders or something, or protected for like first, or like Cam Reddish, get me two second rounders, and then trade those two second rounders and another second rounder for elite first, and then like you gotta do you gotta do those type of moves, bro. You gotta add assets right now. You could draft a wing. You could draft a defensive wing. OG Anubi was the twenty third pick in the draft. We have two draft picks. If you can't package those draft picks to move up, then draft two guys. Red shirt hmm. two guys the same way the Warriors drafted Kaminga and Moody and Moses Moody. And that's working right? out well for them. Re- reset the rookie contracts if you have to. But why are we going to trade draft picks to not add anything? Like, what's OG going to do? We're still a first round exit, right, CP? Yeah. Right. So, what's, what, what, what's the point then? Like, why well, I'd, I'd keep the picks then? You never know, dude. You look who look they got they got Grimes in the twenties they got quickly in the twenties they got Sims in the forties yeah. that like, that is one thing that is one thing um you know their ability to draft now the Obi thing was a big disaster and and it will be when he's done when he's done here but the other picks at the spots that they got them have been good I mean look how quickly he's playing right now you gotta like Grimes yeah we'll, we'll, we'll give McBride some time you know <laughs> Rokas is 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 balling out in Spain. Like, how would how would OG even like who's going to the bench? Like is OG coming off the bench for no, trading? No, nah, you put Grimes. You put Grimes on the bench. You put Grimes on the bench. Okay. You put Grimes on so the then bench. RJ slides to the two. Yeah. Slide RJ to the two. You put OG at the three. Uh, he could do it, I guess. You but... find you finally have someone that can guard wings in this league, and you're not wishing. You know, you're not undersized every night. So we're 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 instead of an eight seed, we're a seven seed or a six seed. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Dude, someone's got to stand up to this stuff. Listen, bro, I'm sorry, dude. I'm not, I'm not, if, if OG's getting me two first round picks, then Randall's getting me three and I'm trading him. And if I'm not doing that, if I'm not doing that, dude, I'm sorry, bro. I'm not trading first. I'm not trading picks. I'm drafting them. I'm drafting them. It's not like these picks expire. You draft the players, all right? And then you develop them or if they sit on the bench for a, a, a year or whatever, we need, we need depth, right? Don't, isn't everyone saying we need, we need depth? We need a wing. Draft a wing, and he'll play next year. He'll be the seventh man, all right? But I don't have to pay more. I don't have to trade draft picks to help Masai Ujiri do a rebuild so we could just be a seventh seed. These Knicks fans, like, oh, my God, it's disgraceful, dude. All right, I, I listen, bro. I, I, I'm done here. But right. um, um, just, just that was a terrible call from that guy, and it just gets me upset, bro. I'm sorry, man. I, I'll bounce. I'll talk to you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> he just missed himself. I didn't have to do anything. He said, I'm out of here, man. What do you guys think of the chat? He, he, Ray he, he, Ari's he, calling the chat. He said he wanted to be the voice of reason for the people. Is he speaking for you? Is he speaking nonsense? One being trash, five being facts. Is it tomatoes? Is it, is it fire for Ari tonight? What's it going to be? You be the vote, you people in the chat. This is your show. He was besides himself, man. He heard the, he heard our guy from the BX. He oh, he like, went ballistic. Whoa. He went ballistic on it. He went ballistic on it. He, oh, he did. Man. I don't disagree, though. We've been good at drafting in the later rounds. You need a wing. Have him on a rookie contract. Yeah, you're not gonna have Obi. I'm I, at this at this rate. 
unless there's something catastrophic, like it's either there's unless they're willing to surprise us <laughs> with a Randall trade, yeah, or something goes completely catastrophic. Oh, he, he threw that wrong. in there several times. Randall Hive was not happy about that. But like, if something like that happens, like I don't see Obi being here. Sadly, yeah. you know, part Jason of the Obi Hive. That's my dude. Here. Yeah. All right. Took a photo with with Dunker's Delight with his pops. Yeah, he did. I, 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 I put, I, I, I'm not sure if I put that one up there, but yeah, he did. He did. You did. You yep. did. You did. All right. Showed with his uncle too. You know. Shout out to both of them. Nice. I hate to. I, I would hate to see it, but the way that this team is going right now, it's you know Randall's getting the bulk of the minutes, rightfully so, playing like an all star. Mm-hmm. But that's one rookie contract out of here. Mm-hmm. You know, the next thing is like, do you think about Emmanuel quickly? Is he going to resign? Like, yes, they ha- he's going to be a restricted free agent, but will someone swoop in and overpay to go get him on their team? These these are things that this team's got to think about, man. After this yeah. season, so it might not be a bad idea to go into this draft and go get your wings. Yeah, because you might be you might need to reset some rookie contracts. Yeah. Um, I, I think so. I think so as well. I agree with him. You could just go into the draft and, and, uh, and get a guy. Um, would he be a ready made, ready to play, ready to handle Tibbs? That's left to be seen. You know, Tibbs doesn't have patience for, for development at this point. He's trying to well, win. We've been, I'll say this. We've been lucky with two. We've been IQ lucky. and Grimes. IQ and Grimes have been ready from day one. Yep. So... And draft is a crapshoot. You know, this is certainly possible, man. Certainly possible. Thought he had some good points there. He, he, he tried to pack Julius up, man. Multiple times. <laughs> if OG could get three, then... <laughs> not, not, not even talking about what Julius makes right now, the fact that he's got four years left on his deal. No. If OG could get three, then Julius could get... <laughs> I mean, OG's not an all-star, so he's got a point, man. Oh, man. Does he? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows, man? So tell everybody in the chat once again. Hit that didn't, thumbs didn't, up didn't, 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 uh, didn't uh, Sabonis net back Halliburton and Buddy Heald? <laughs> he didn't. He That's did. quite valuable, man. He, he did. He did. That's valuable. It is. <laughs> and, and it's serving both teams well right now. Yeah. You know? You got both guys could be all-stars. Absolutely. It's about as fair a trade as you can get right now. You know. Yeah. It's about, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's good stuff, man. Good stuff. Uh, support our sponsors out there, people, man. Go to manscaped.com. Use promo code KFTV for 20% off plus free shipping. Uh, check out Prize Picks. Make your prize picks tomorrow for the Knicks versus Lakers game. PrizePicks.com, promo code KFTV for an instant deposit match of up to $100. And also, Check out uh, Athletic Greens. Go to athleticgreens.com slash KnicksFanTV. And with your purchase, they will give you a one-year free supply of vitamin D plus five travel packs. Check out Athletic Greens uh, for you people who are, you know, health conscious. You people that want to get your health in order and are looking for a boost. Okay. So I thought we had a nice constructive call constructive debate on the OB, on the OG stuff. Let's go to, uh, as I was saying, you know, Dolan did his, his media tour. Um, 
Where last week. What's that? Where was yours? <laughs> they, they didn't call me. They didn't call us, man. You know, I, I figured he went to Good Day New York. He went to, to Evan and, and, and Car- Carton or WFN. I figured he'd want to, you know, talk to the number one show for the fans by the fans. I thought he would want to talk to the fans, right? I thought he, yeah. Yeah, he says he wants to talk to the fans and, and he goes to, to, to these places, you know, and shout out to WFN. Those are my guys there, but. For sure, for sure. You know, I was, I was expecting a call from, from my, my, my friends at MSGPR. I was expecting a call. Well, let's hear a couple of these um, sound bites, specifically from the the Dolan um, interview with Cartner Roberts, and this was Jimmy D on his opinion of Leon Rose. There it is. Do you think Leon Rose has done a good job? Yes, absolutely. Mm. The, 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 look, I mean, um, it's funny. I was just talking to Leon. Why did I bring Leon? And I mean, I've been doing this for like now 20 something years. Right. And in my experience with the, with the NBA, the, um, I mean, you can, there's, there's things you can do as, as an owner, right. The, the, uh, you can create an environment where everybody's, you know, give them enough money to do their job, give them more money than they need to do their job. The, the, uh, um, you can stay out of the way, right? Which is usually the best best course of action. But you do end up picking the one guy who's going to make all the strategy, right? Who's going to execute for you, right? And I picked Leon because I believe after you look at, at the NBA and the game that we play, that the team with the best talent, right, wins. The, the uh, period stop. Leon, Leon Rose is, uh, you know, so then you want a guy who can get you the best talent. Right, and I believe that Leon Rose is the, still the best. Is guy. there a timetable on when you've got to win? <sighs> no, I'd say that it's less of a timetable. I mean, though, eventually, you know, it, it eventually there's a timetable, right? But the the uh, but right now, what we're looking for is progress, right? We the we want to build into a championship team. The the uh, we fully expect to make the playoffs this year. We the all right, so Leon gets his vote of confidence. He thinks he's doing a good job. There's not a specific timetable yet, which is understandable, but he wants progress, and he expects to make the playoffs. He said Leon is the guy to go out there and get the best talent, but he hasn't done that just yet. So question for you, Al, question for you guys in the chat. 1,500 people in the chat. Let's get those likes up. What's the grade you give Leon so far? Mm. I've always gone with a C because it's incomplete. There have been some good things. As we point to the drafting of a quickly, the drafting of a Grimes at the position that you got him from. You look at the acquisition of a Brunson. He's been brilliant playing at an all-star level. They did make the playoffs in the first year. Whether you want to say it's aberration year fans in the seats, they made it. They had a great year. They made it, right? They had a bad year last year. I thought last year's free agency was a disaster, bringing in Kemba, bringing in Fournier, re-signing Rose and, and Noel and Burks. That, that completely blew up in their face. They had a terrible year. And now that these guys aren't even playing, Burks is gone, bad move. Noel's gone, good move. Rose, Fournier, Kemba's gone. The, the Rose, Fournier, not even playing. Cam situation, terrible trade. 
They didn't even have a plan for him. Now he's out of here. Last year's offseason and midseason acquisitions were terrible. Right? Um, mm-hmm. How far can they go with Tibbs? To be determined. And they didn't get the big fish yet. So for me, it's a C. How about you? I'm going to go B minus. Oh, okay. I was thinking somewhere between C plus, B minus, and you mentioned all the flaws that they did, right? And we can go back through all the... I got my cat just uh, ruining stuff back here, so nice. just trying to make sure they're not destroying anything. But, good. you know, I'm looking at what he's done. Through, like, if you look at free agent-wise, last year was a wash. You talked about Kemba Fournier, absolutely. But bounce back, you get Jalen Brunson, and he's been the goods. Worth every single penny that, that you know, that we needed from that we've needed from him on this team to be captain clutch, as you call him, to be instrumental to this team's turnaround for this season, just really been the catalyst for why they've been winning. So I got to, I got to consider that also using his connections, right? Cause they got charged with tampering. So they believe that there was some sort of connection to help get him there. Right. So using that type of using that draw to bring him here to New York for a team that's rebuilding, trying to go into trying to become a better team that they have been years past. Got to give credit there. The trade for Derrick Rose, another solid move. You got Dennis Smith Jr. out of here. Wasn't contributing whatsoever. Derrick Rose move. was Great instrumental move. for what the Knicks did to make Great that four move. seed that season. Okay? You want to talk about the drafting? Drafting's been on point for the most part. Yeah. Outside of Obi, because that's been, you know, that's been a struggle because of Julius Randle. But even in the minutes that you see Obi play, he still can be hyper-efficient in his limited minutes. But yeah. you got to like what you're seeing from Quentin Grimes. He's a starter now. Emmanuel quickly. He continues to develop really well. Jericho Sims, a solid fine. So I look at those guys. And even McBride. Look, he, McBride is playing right now. I like, I like the way that 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 has that they that the guys have progressed between our second and third year players. So that's good stuff right there. So between the drafting, bouncing back from free agency, you know, now you have all the young guys playing. Yeah, you got you got your you got your hiccups here and there, but and even for as critical as I've been, I'll give them a B minus. They're not going to get an A. They're not going to get higher than a B because I still don't like how they negotiated for Donovan Mitchell. I thought it was all over the place. Didn't like last year's free agent signings. I, I did not like how they didn't try to push his to play the young kids more last season. That's a good point. But I don't think that they've been so – and look, I also got to like the draft assets. Like, we, we have draft capital. We have assets. We have assets. We have assets. So – the you, we can debate how valuable they are, right? But we have assets. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you got to look at all those things, and it's been much better than what we've had in years past. So I'm going to give them a B minus. Okay. Not That's an fair. A. It's not That's a B fair. plus. It's not a B, but I'm going to go with a B minus because I think it's, when you look at, when you look over, it's been, it's better than average. I think it's better than average, which is a C. Slightly better than average. That's fair. That's fair. Now, uh, here's Dolan. You know, a lot of the the knocks on Dolan, there, there's many and, and some warranted, but a lot of the knocks, he's always meddling, he's always meddling, which I thought was always a stretch, but here is his response to Craig Carton's question on meddling. This is a James Dolan interview, courtesy uh, WFAN. In a few moments with us today, um, would the meddling James Dolan have forced Leon Rose's hand to make the trade for Donovan Mitchell. Well, that's exactly right. I didn't. They, they, uh, you would have, though, in the past. Is that fair to say? Oh, uh, you know, not, not in the last 10 years, 
right? The, the uh, um, you know, I mean, my, you know, my attitude has changed since, I mean, and every new owner, right, comes in thinking that, you know, they've got, they've got the answer to the, you know, the how to make the team successful. I mean, uh, not to disparage my fellow owners, but I mean, there are franchises out there with owners over the last few years. You can look at new owners who have come in, who have thrown in a lot of, of money, et cetera, and they're not doing as well as they thought. The, um, the, the, uh, you really, you know, you really got to leave a lot of this strategy to the guys, right, who have dedicated their lives and their careers. To Is that hard to do, though? The, the, my deal with, with, with Leon and, 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 uh, and with Tibbs, et cetera, is that, you know, I get to speak, right? Their deal is they don't have to listen to me. <laughs> By the way, I want that deal here. <laughs> they can speak. Now, you have a teenage. Uh, yeah, he gets into the ranges there. So he says he, he leaves it to those guys. He leaves it to the experts. The, the thing on, on Dolan, I would say, I don't, I don't agree when people say, well, he doesn't care if the team does good or bad. He just wants to, just to make money, and, and, and as long as they're building his pack, he doesn't care. I don't think that's true. Every owner, you, you own a team, yes, you want to make money. It's business, right? It's capitalism. But you want to see a team win. That's how you get to increase ticket prices. That's how you get to increase the ticket prices and the value of your team. You want to see the team winning. Also, playoff tickets are super expensive. Right. So I don't, I don't agree with the fact that, oh, as long as people are selling out, he doesn't care. You know, it, it adds to your resume. It adds to your ego if your team is winning, if you have a championship team, you have a winning team. Dolan is at Summer League every single year. Front row. Summer League. You know what I'm saying? He's mm-hmm. there. The two times I'm at Summer League, Dolan, he's front row. Gang of models on his arm. You know, that's a whole other story. Gang of them. You know what I mean? But he's there. Just had to bring that one up. Yeah, yeah. He's, <laughs> yeah. he's Jimmy D, man. He's high rolling out there. You know, he's got the MSG sphere being built. He's, he's doing his thing out there. So I don't, I don't believe that he's not invested in the team because he's there. He's in preseason. He's, he's during the season. You see him with the scowl on his face right next to the bench. So he's there. I just think his, the biggest issue with him is, is he picking the right guys to build a team? Because no one that he's picked has panned out. Whether it's Isaiah, it's Mills. Donnie Walsh, Phil was a disaster. So that's another reason I'm giving Leon a C because I just don't know if I can trust Leon to get the job done because everyone before him has failed. Failed. And the thing about Dolan, with the exception of Phil, the thing that that I will give him credit for is that he does allow these guys to do their thing. Until now he does. Until now he Ish does. hits the fan. Well, look how long, look how long of a rope he gave Isaiah. Look how long he gave Mills. You know what I mean? I mean, I mean, look how long he gave Mills. The Phil thing, it was just the writing was on the wall. It was beyond obvious. Like, like the Phil thing is a disaster. We got to pull the plug fast, right? Between the falling asleep of the meetings, you know, making marketing. Well, we could have had we, Booker and Laurie Marketing. Well, yes. But but you know he's trashing Mello in the in the in the papers, then trying to trade him. Like it was all kind of wacky yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah, no, it was all it was all it was all so but so he, and and then the fans the fans spoke out and he acted on it. So I think he's gonna have. I say that to say I think he's gonna have patience with Leon Rose. I think he's gonna give him a lot of time. But the question is, will can Leon deliver? And is he the right guy for the job? Because the past 
umpteenth presidents that that Dolan has hired have been terrible. I think it was a KG seven four in the chat that said it couldn't get any, they couldn't get any worse. And I'm like, eh, we we've seen worse. This this front office could have been a lot worse. So yeah. I understand you see, and like I'm even seeing some of the chat saying they hired Tibbs, so that was that wasn't the right move either. But uh, the team's winning. Team made the playoffs. They made the playoffs. They're competing right now. They're playing defense. Is it is it is Tibbs perfect? No. But from what we've seen in the past, you know, that's why I go with the B minus, man. Yeah. Right now you got, right now under Leon Rose, if they make the playoffs, that would be two seasons, two out of three under Leon Rose that they made the playoffs. And you got some quality draft, quality, uh, quality players from the draft. You got draft assets. You know, the negotiating is a little, is a little shaky because that was good grief, man. Yeah. That that draft, I could not. It was all over the place, man. It was either Ob, RJ, picks. No, I had that was yeah. terrible. But look, I I'm going with B minus still. But, okay. Hey, you see that? You see? You see that? Dolan is giving these guys free reign, as you said. So that's good because I think the thing that everyone goes back to is the Carmelo Anthony deal, where you really gave up some of your draft capital. You gave up some players that could have helped and you weren't able to build around mellow. And a lot of it was outside of the, the one season, you know, 2012, 2013 season. They made the playoffs multiple years though. They made the playoffs. They did three out of first four. three for three in a row. First three years. As they soon made, as he got here, three years, they made the three years in a row. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> but after that, you know, you want to continue to build around mellow because he still had a lot in the tank and we just didn't have, the supporting cast around him, like Courtney Lee, wasn't going to help. You know what I mean? Yeah. Derek Rose was MIA that first season. Joakim Noah didn't work. You know, so it wasn't pretty. I w- I would have meddled in the middle in a mellow deal. I said it before. I would have jumped in on that. Not obviously no, we don't you have go, all you, the go, facts. you go get mellow. I'm not saying you don't go get, get right. mellow. But I'm for not, people saying he's meddle, he meddle, he meddle. I would have done the same thing. Again, not knowing all the facts. But if what was reported was true and that you, you had Mello, the chance of Mello signing with the Nets outright in the offseason, I would have pulled the trigger on the deal. I already invested in, in stat, which was, a, in hindsight, not great. I'd already invested in stat. The team had been, went through the whole Isaiah years, atrocious. Donnie Walsh did all that work to untie the knots. We flopped on the, on the decision right in our backyard. LeBron, I'm going to Miami. He, heartbreaker, stabbed him right in the chest. I would, I would, I would have jumped in on the melody and taken the risk. All, all I'm saying is that, and, and I hear what you're saying. All I'm saying is that, as a as a fan base, when we think about James Dolan coming in and meddling, it's that it's that one that's always yeah. the first one to be chosen because when you had Mello, we couldn't support give him a supporting cast Correct. after those first three years. And you're Correct. like, well, what, what if we did have the draft picks? What if, what if we did have Mozgov? What if we did have Gallo? You know, it's all those questions that say, please don't enter the room. Yeah. That, that, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. All, all fair. All fair. Um, so, so that was some on the Dolan stuff. 
A uh, couple, couple quick ones, quick hitters. Al, we'll do some quick, quick hitters on, on the Dolan interview here. Sorry, are, are you in the chat? What are you say? He said, "I mean, if I was an owner, I'd appoint myself GM." <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Right? Like, who wouldn't? You know what I mean? I'm running the goddamn New York Knicks. I'm in charge here. You know what I'm saying? Go get me Carmelo Anthony, man, and get these guys up out of here, man. I did like Mozgov though. The Mozgov move that was a good. That was a good move. That was a good pickup, man. I, I like Bosgolf. He had a Bosgolf got the bag too. Remember that year, that free agency year, Yo, when got everybody got the bag, like Robin Lopez, Mozgolf, um, uh, uh, what's his name, got the bag off the playoff year with Orlando. Um, you see, uh, uh Biombo, Biombo got oh the bag. Oh my god, remember Biombo. that year? <laughs> they were handing out bags, man. I forgot what year that was, man. Oh, the, it was when the cap just, what was it? Like this was 20? like 2017, I think. It was like, yeah, something between like 15 to like 17, something yeah. like that. Yeah, everybody got a, everybody got Because Moskov went to the Lakers, right? It was when he went to the Lakers yes. and he got that crazy, yeah. crazy 60 million. You're like, yeah. what? Yeah, Moskov got his bags, man. Oh, man. Uh, okay, here is uh, uh, Dolan. Is he selling the team? What everybody wants him to do? What's he going to do? Sell. Uh, I have no plans whatsoever to sell at this point. Uh, I'm not retiring anytime soon, right? The, the, uh, um, it's a family-controlled asset, so, you know, the, the, uh, someone in the family will we'll own it. We'll, we'll, we'll All right, let me get you it, to right. the, the next. All right, so there's that. <laughs> hey, look, but you if know. You, but but yeah. if you listen to further that, it's not, it's not that he's not only not selling, it's going to go to someone in the family, too. Yeah, as it should. I'm not disagreeing with that. Yeah, I'm yeah, just saying, no, I know. Just, just, just let I know, the Dolans are still going to be owning this thing. Yeah, I mean, look, you know, who knows? Maybe he gets an offer he can't refuse, but um, for right now, we're stuck with him. <laughs> for, for better or for worse. So uh, get your tickets, get your season tickets, and get your face scanned when you come into the garden because that, that was the reason that he really came in there, came in there with his, and he always comes to all these interviews with his, with his notebook full of notes and prepared statements. You know what I'm saying? So you don't already yeah, but, know. But he used et cetera and write way too many times. Oh, he says write every single time, man. He, 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 right? he buckles right? under right? the spotlight, man. Buckles under the spotlight. Uh, <laughs> but he comes with his notes and prepared, prepared statements by MSCPR. Uh, so here's what he said. On we the, got Kevin Canucks. <laughs> yes. Here's what he said on the use of facial recognition technology at MSG. Here's what he said. If you're suing me, right, that the, the uh, you should stay away, right, until you're done suing me, until we settle the argument that you have, right, the, the you know, and because you're confrontational with your suit. And the, 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 right, so let me, this is where the fans are in this, because the, the average fan, Nick fan, Ranger fan, someone that enjoys going to your buildings for concerts, et cetera, say, okay, if you're going to use it against the lawyers that are involved in suits against you, I'm a passionate fan. I'm critical. I, uh, I don't like the decisions no, you make. No, you don't think fans right? are critical, but do you? You know they are. Would you weapon- If they weren't, you wouldn't have a radio show. Also very true. Very, they're critical of us too, trust me. Would you, I, the concern amongst fans is that you could then weaponize the technology to keep your detractors out of the building. And people want to know, would you do that? Are you doing it? Will you do that? Okay. So, look, we, the, we use the, uh, that's a long answer, but <laughs> I think the answer is basically no. Basically right? no. Except <laughs> if you become confrontational, right? The, 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 uh, 
and you know, confrontational oh, with other fans, confrontational with the the staff, confrontational with excuse me with the ownership, uh, right? The, the, uh, and uh, you really have to be confrontational. Your team is- sucks, mm-hmm. right? Do a better job, right? I'm gonna say we will next game, right? Come again. So fans shouldn't have any fear that being critical of ownership or the team or any of the All teams. Right could potentially lead to being banned using facial recognition. No, that's not going to happen. That's All right. So uh, Ari says you're safe. Triple M, he says you can, you can enjoy your tequila. Just, you know, just relax a little bit, you know. For now. For now. For, for now. now. And that's that. You know, that, that's that, man. But basically he said, yeah, if, if you're suing him, you can't be in the building. I agree with that. I don't know about you, Al. You, you, you've come from uh, the legal side of, of life. I agree with that. If, if, I, if I own a business and you're suing me, don't, don't come to my establishment, at least until the thing is over with. I agree with that. What say you? Yeah, I get that. I totally get that. Uh, I would... Was it the person, but they were from, the person was from the firm, right? Were they the person directly suing them? That's the thing that I, I, I I'm not sure. I, I didn't look too deep into it. Because if it was someone who just works at the firm, <clears throat> that's kind of, I'm like, eh, come on, man. Like hey, someone at the firm. You're guilty by association, pal. Yeah. It's like, come on now. I don't know. That's, that's, that's a little stretch. If it's the actual person or, or the person that is suing you. Yeah. yeah. I, I get that. I totally get that. Yeah. Yeah. But if it's, yeah, if it's if, just someone from the firm, that means if like, you're associated like, New with New York the firm. is the New York is the capital of law firms. Right. You know what I mean? Like Hey man. And, and, you're not and, telling me the paralegal, <laughs> the legal assistant can't come to MSG, right. go watch a Knicks game. <laughs> but, come hey, on. but here's the thing. Like, what type of research are they doing to identify all these people and where they work and all of that? That's where this thing gets a little kind of crazy. You know what I mean? With this facial recognition stuff, it's like, and then what are they doing with all the information? Where's all the information going? You know, what, what, what are they doing with the CP the franchise profile when I walk in there tomorrow? Like, what does it say on, on, my, on, my, on my record? Uh, was harsh on Julius. Maybe he shouldn't be here. If he's sitting <laughs> courtside, we don't know. If Known us. Julius hater. Do not give him access to anything. Nothing. Special request from <laughs> Mrs. Randall. Yeah. <laughs> do not put him anywhere near the family. Oh man, oh, what a yeah. place! Oh. What a what a place! What a place, man. But yeah, he, he says uh, he says you guys are safe. Just don't come down and heckle him. And if your name is Oakley, you can't come in forever. There, that I mean, is. he did he, he did talk about right. Like, if you're gonna have like, he even talked about the incident where there were fans who had profanity with his name or image yeah. on the shirt. And he's like, yo, just put, cover it up. You can come in. They didn't want to cover it up. And he's like, all right, don't come in. I'm like, I get that. I totally get that. You know, it's a private venue. Yeah. Uh, even though it's to the masses for everyone to come in to go enjoy an event. I get that. Yeah. If you're, if you're, if you're going to be hate, if you're going to be like threatening me and, and stuff like that and just like insulting me in my own house, I'm not going to be letting you in the house. <laughs> shout, shout out my guy, do things though, that my guy, do things showed up and uh, they picked him. To do the half court shot. Oh yes, yes. And uh, they wouldn't let him rock his Knicks fan TV hoodie. 
I know. That's crazy. This just just a little just a little Easter egg for the people out there. They they know, man. The ops. <laughs> the, the ops would not let them rap. Why James Dolan was ducking KFTV, yeah, man. So it, so it ain't just it ain't just profanity on the shirts. You know, it's a marketing thing. Look, it's a marketing thing. You, you know what I'm saying? I get it. But uh yeah. Would not let my man take his free throw in the Knicks fan TV hoodie. Mm. I think Dolan should have still came on our show, man. You know? Yeah, and, you I know, think so. I thought you so. You know, like, you, you, you hang out with Evan Roberts, Craig yeah. Garden. I mean, yeah, Roberts is a is a Rangers fan. He's a Nets fan, though. I mean, mm-hmm. come on. You didn't want to hang out with two Knicks fans? You said you loved yeah. the basketball team. We're right here. Right here. Right here. We go live after every game. Number one show for the fans by the fans. We got we the game. We, we, have, we do Knicks weekly. We do a Knicks weekly. You know what I'm we saying? Game of the week preview. We're doing game of the week preview. We got fans from all over the world calling in. Shout out my guy Ashwin holding it down in India. You know what I mean? Speaking facts. My guy from Scotland called in. He's he's up. You know, eyes bloodshot. Man, three a.m. Australia might as well yeah. have have an investment into this team. Yeah. Good good morning. Good afternoon to our people in Australia here. Where else are they doing that, bro? Nowhere else but the number one show for the fans by the fans. And we can close on that note. That's it. But you know what, bro? Like I said, I always say to people, this shows it's bigger than the team. It's bigger than wins and losses. All right? We are a community of fans worldwide. We come together and build constructive conversations. We have great interviews with people who are coming from all walks of life, whether they cover a team, whether they do something special in their own, in their own uh, life. This is what we bring here to number one show for the fans by fans. We are connecting people. We are inspiring people. We are motivating people. And that is going to go down regardless of what this team does, regardless of who owns the team. Whatever they want to do with security, it doesn't even matter. It's bigger. It's a fact. Now look, man, shout out to the whole KFTV squad. We got a whole squad. We got a whole squad. Team. Yeah. Yeah, we got a whole squad, man. Shout out TM, shout out Gamble, shout out uh, Jared, Tyler, uh, everybody at the dot com. You know what I mean? Jeff, Chip. We're Mike, writing about it. Luke, Jalen. We're, we're, we're doing videos about it. Yeah. Shout out JD, you know, shout out Edgar. The owner could at least grace us with his presence. Look, yeah. man, you don't even have to go to a studio. Yeah. Throw up your ca- just throw up your camera on your laptop. Throw up the camera, man. You know, when, when you're when you in the helicopter, just hit the zoom. I'm be right here. I'll be impressed with that one. Yeah. Can you no, just, just no speakerphone. Just no speakerphone, and that's it. <laughs> you know, no make, make sure your connection is proper. No speakerphone. And have a, have a conversation with us. And if you're really good, you download the Discord. Hop in there. Crispy clean. All right? Yeah. Crispy clean audio on the Discord. Remember, for our YouTube channel members, number one, make sure you're in the Discord. And number two, we're going to put out the instructions later this week, but make sure that you are connecting your YouTube account to the Discord. That way we know who all the channel members are on the Discord, and we have a separate members-only lounge, and that's where you will have the priority to get on through the phone. So we'll know exactly who you guys are, and you will have uh, uh, first dibs on the calls, right? So great show. Let me get to the super chat. Salute to Ari, man. Salute to Ari. Good show. Good show, Ari. Uh, let me get to super chats real quick. And um, yeah, man. 1300 in the chat. Going strong. Great show, man. Let me shout out. Who do we want to shout out here? Jamaica Queens 22 says, It's going to be a long time before this team wins a title. Lord. 
<laughs> Joseph Kinlaw, salute. Uh, Jub Jub, fight out super chat says, my trade prediction, Ovi and Thaddeus Young for Toppin. Fournier, Knicks 2024, lottery protected, Pistons 23, and Washington 23. Okay. All right. He says, we got to make moves before our season is over. Make a move for OG Ananobi, Eric Gordon, and a stretch five. Maybe Olenek, Bamba, or Reed. We're running out of time. But that was actually his uh, his super chat from the last show, which was the last super chat. So mm. shout out to Jub Jub. And yeah, man, once again, people. Uh, remember that the show's available in audio podcast format. No reason to miss it. Uh, shout out to our sponsors, Manscaped Prize Picks, Athletic Greens as well. And we'll see you guys tomorrow, man. Knicks versus Lakers. LeBron 80 coming to town. Will they play? I hope so. Make sure, speaking of the Lakers, make sure you guys catch that our uh, Game of the Week pre- preview. Watch that next. So listen to it next. Uh, shout out our guy Alex from uh, uh, Lakers Central. Alex and Alex on the ones and twos. Make sure you catch that preview, man. Um, Al, any anything else you want to you want to say on uh, on the Lakers show? <clears throat> Yo, cover a lot of, a lot of ground as usual. I'll be interested to see because we did. It's it's weird to use my name. It's it, Alex and I discussed whether who who's going to be guarding RJ because he said Pat Bev is going to start off mm. the game guarding RJ and not Lonnie Walker. I, I was a little confused by that, mm. but he said. What Ham likes to do is throw Pat Bev on all the wing defenders to start the game. Mm. So I'm gonna be interested to watch that one. We, okay. We're gonna we're gonna heat, heat each other that, uh, up if that's the case because that's to me. I don't know why you do that, but hey, yeah. Make sure to go check it out. Great conversation. Talked about you know we talked about all the storylines for the Lakers. Got to break down the game. Did the X's and O's. How the Lakers play. Should be an interesting battle. So go make sure to check that out. And also go make sure to check out KnicksFanTV.com. All right. Let's do it, man. Great show, man. See you guys tomorrow. Peace. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.